0: Welcome to the Gender Rebels, a question-and-answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Cath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman.
1: Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Cath. And I'm Faith. Welcome to part two of our multi-part music discussion. Just to catch you up in case you skipped part one, we talked about Lou Reed, Madonna, the Kinks, Yeah uh Suzanne vega the aerosmiths and
0: those (laughs) that's them for that yeah so we're talking about songs but do Uh, listen to the last
1: one it's pretty good if you haven't yet yeah but yeah very good stop right now and listen to it get out of here go away fuck off uh just to repeat some trigger warnings of some very antiquated and wildly offensive language relating to trans people be prepared
0: for that we,
1: we might have already
0: gotten through that though if you're a transy person and you listen to music you might know what is coming mm-hmm. who else do we have on our list who else well who we did okay first up this is a german band you might not have heard of them i have and glasses i used to live in brooklyn and i have a large vinyl collection so of course i know german bands that you don't know faith was into this band before anyone else was no i wasn't i think they were big in germany
1: even they were big in germany but um only among kind of underground types and faith basically discovered them and made them huge
0: in the states yes 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 they're called fraulein wunder the wonder girls <laughs> or wonder girl that is wonder girl. just one wonder girl fraulein Fräulein Wunder. Fräulein Wunder wrote a song. Van ich ein Junge war. Do you know what that means? I'm i
1: just stirred into silence by the profundity of that trans support statement that von, I will translate von, in my brain von, in just a minute. Van ich ein Junge war. When I was a boy. Yes. Yay! Or if I was a boy. Okay, those are two very different things. What did I have? I'm going to pull up
0: the lyrics right now. Oh translate to English. Oh.
1: Ich hab die Hand in meiner Hose. Ich kauf mir Playboys auf Bier. Und wenn wir Größenvergleich
0: machen, haben die anderen nichts zu lachen. Denn ich hab den Größen hier. I have my hand in my pants. Ich kaufe mir Playboy's I'd auf buy, beer. I buy Playboy, drink beer. Und wenn wir großen wirklich machen, and if we do, haben die anders nicht zu so lachen. If we do size comparison, don't the
1: others have anything to laugh about? Yeah. Because I have the biggest one here. I well, only watch
0: D-Max. <laughs> I don't know if that is. What's but... D-Max? German uh, listeners. Let and listen Swallow them. Jackie Cola. I don't know what that one is. I would kiss myself. And pee hands-free just for fun. Um, this is a song about uh, being a... It's a group of girls singing about... If I were a
1: boy, I thought no. it was a boy no. talking, saying, no. look how masculine I am, leading up to I couldn't possibly be a woman.
0: Yeah.
1: I would fight with my buddies and with Swedish girls. <laughs> but it's
0: also about, yes, What's well, it's much better because I think it's much better than I'm a girl. So I, you know, I think this is... Could this just be...
1: About the differences between men and women? It is, but I like it. I do like it. I would do martial arts Mm -hmm. and macho. Let's party hard. Amputate my mind. Tattoo. And masturbate three times a day if I were a boy. If I were a bad, bad boy. Yeah.
0: Und dreimal taglich ohne Nieren. So, the German word for masturbate is ohne Nieren, as in ohne If those of you who remember your Bible. Uh, of course, all our listeners remember the their Bible. The story of Onen. Yeah. So, that one is just a fun little pop punk song. Mm-hmm. But um, I, a I girl like that singing, one. if I were a boy. Yeah. Uh, that, do all this. That's cool. That is And a then fun about one. how good it is to be a girl. So, maybe not Do it's you like that song. song? I like that song a lot. Good is it a good song uh, i think so okay think it's fun it's fun little pop punk got it they're like the german avril levine huh
1: okay yeah. the german Av- and there's many of them
0: there's four of them many avrils mm-hmm. okay who else who else we got okay so there's this song um middle of the night by the soviets which uh soviets were kind of a I call them punk or just a rock band. Soviets is such a cute name. Yeah, they were. S-O-V-I-E-T-T-E-S. The middle of the night is just about a trans girl getting kicked out of her house. Hmm. Yeah. That's a bad song. It is. It's not a son that she wants to be thought of. It's not this girl, but a boy he'll be proud of. Um, now, listen, girl, I'm your father and you will live in this house as a daughter or you won't live in this house as a daughter. He's saying, whoops, there's another one down to the middle of the night. Um, so it's it's this basically in English. Yeah, she's a little runaway. All the little things you said you were sure of. Anyway, coming back. A pair of heels, now she's standing taller, a tiny dress, and she's got what they wanted. So it's basically about a, a trans kid getting kicked out of their house and turning to prostitution. So I like this song. It's a good song. I listened to it for ages before I listened to the lyrics and realized what it was talking about. Wow. Yeah.
1: Really? Mm hmm. So just the melody and what you did catch of the lyrics
0: you liked. Yeah. And then you looked it up and you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. Look at or this. I finally paid attention to the lyrics and was like, oh, that's about a trans kid getting kicked out. Trans, young trans girl getting kicked out of her house and having to turn to prostitution, which is sadly... Tale as old as time. <sighs> sadly, far too common.
1: Um, there was a, a little clip where we'll be having clips of the show uh, audible in this episode,
0: This is an upbeat song. This is is a fucking dark topic. It is. It's an upbeat song. Yep. All right. Up next, another one. Hole, My Beautiful Son.
1: You look good in my dress. Look at your friends.
0: This one, Hole
1: is one of the ones kind of like with you and Rihanna or Beyonce. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I mean, I, I know of Hole and I know about Courtney Love, of course. And then someone's like, oh, this is a
0: Hole song. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I've heard this a bunch. Okay. So then this one is, um, this one's a little bit of a deep cut for a whole track. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look good in my dress. I'll get your friends to clean the mess. You look good in my clothes. I can feel you where the doctor goes. My beautiful son. He had ribbons in his hair and lipstick was everywhere. You look good in my dress. You look good in my dress. My beautiful son. So. what What's happening in this song? This song? Um, I think, is there
1: a mother-son thing happening?
0: No, I think it's a... I, so this one um, it is my understanding mm-hmm. from stories I have heard mm-hmm. and things I have read mm-hmm. that Kurt Cobain was... A little bit of a cross dresser, mm-hmm. and I think if Kurt Cobain were alive today, he'd probably identify somewhere in the gender queer, somewhere in the spectrum. Okay, yeah, and so I think I mean, think... he went on stage in a dress a couple times, few yeah? times, okay. Okay. yeah. Continue, yeah. and uh, you know, was apparently the story. Uh, there, I've heard stories. He liked to hang out in Courtney Love's lingerie and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and and so I think this is just about a couple kind of. Playing around with that sort of thing.
1: And Hull is, of course, Courtney's band.
0: And do you know for a fact this is about Kurt? No. Okay. But apparently there was a single photo that was uh, Kurt was Kurt cross-dressing in the photo. Lipstick. Yeah? Yeah. I think I know the photo. Yep. Okay.
1: So. We might select that photo for the episode We'll see.
0: Yes. Let's see. Beautiful sun. Let me see if I can find the, uh, the image. Uh, Aw, huh.
1: so pretty. Yes, so Beautiful sun You know what I kind of love about that? I was thinking about this Is that it's uh, Courtney or whoever wrote it Was talking You know, it kind of turns the idea of beauty On its side It does include the sun part Because uh, It says sun and the subject is presumably male, or is assigned male at birth, and also it kind of pulls in this big female relationship you, that a boy has—his mm-hmm. mom, you know. Yeah. And yeah. beautiful baby boy, you're my beautiful son. He's hearing that his whole life, and some some son who wants to try out lipstick or try out lingerie. It's it's a really interesting and slightly uncomfortable juxtaposition, yes. which feels very whole to me. Yeah.
0: Continue. All right, moving on. We're going to talk about Lords of Acid. Lords of Acid. Do you know Lords what's, of Acid? What's their genre? Industrial sex pop. Sure don't. <laughs> Never heard of them. They just heard songs about sex in a kind of industrial electronic-y kind of way.
1: Are And they're lyrics. all played.
0: They're probably most, I would say the most famous song of Lords of Acid is The Crab Louse. Sing. Which is all about um it's the crab lessons out to get you gonna grab you by the pubic hair shake your pussy when it's out there or something i, I forget but okay it sounds funny but I, it's when, all about it's all about crabs when i think crabs. of industrial songs i don't yeah. think of
1: lyrics that i am able to perceive okay is that a common thing with no, industrial okay, okay so maybe a different industrial i don't groups. know much
0: about music speaking of industrial the first industrial band was einstensende neuenbatten they're from east berlin and I got to have a fun conversation with a guy in a record store who seemed very excited a record store in Berlin that seemed very excited that a uh, American person was looking for Einsters and the Neumaten records standing there talking to him in her broken German yes. <laughs> <laughs> jet lagged yeah
1: <laughs> okay continue
0: so um, that was uh, yeah Lords of Bastard I, I liked it the other night
1: and imagine my surprise i found my boyfriend in my
0: clothes in my brand new pantyhose it struck me crazy so to say but he kind of looked good in a way so then i said that's how it goes and showed him how to strike a pose here this one is this this song is I basically like just it, the musical yeah, equivalent of so much pantyhose fetish fiction. Oh. Like do you remember when we do you remember here would you remember when we did our uh, Danish girl? Do I? Review and of the Danish course. girl and the Danish girl was just like the whole time I'm watching it I'm like this is just like that stupid forced feminization yes. fiction that I did not read at all. <laughs> and never wrote any. And I don't know what people are talking about because I'm unfamiliar with the tropes. I just
1: remember us watching Danish Girl and the part with the pantyhose like, "No, you know what? You need to put on the pantyhose so you can so I can draw the the feet properly." And you were like, bah!
0: "Pantyhose."
1: Like it was a it's a big big thing. In yeah, forced feminization. It
0: is. It is. It is the for some reason, I don't know why. I think there's like a foot fetishy thing that goes along with it or something. I don't know. I- the thing about force okay i make fun of it because of course i read it but um and wrote it and wrote it but the the thing about the forced feminization uh, that it took me a long time to really kind of understand the appeal of it is that it is like i have you to be here. yeah it's it's the idea the characters forced into this so they don't have to make a decision that that there are any complications to their life that come from transition like that's it's, it's not their wasn't fault.
1: My fault? They're going to murder my family
0: unless yeah. I put
1: on a pantyhose. Yes, <laughs> my whole family would be dead. What choice do I have? Yes. And now I have pantyhose uh-huh. on. Yes, and my family's not
0: dead. Who could blame me for such a choice? Yes. So it's safe. Yes. So this one, the song is "I Found My Boyfriend in My Clothes in My Brand New."
1: paint a house. Yep.
0: Stuck me crazy, so to say. that he kind of looked good in a way. Um Then we go shopping every day. Trying out sexy lingerie. Then take our dinner on the town. Seek someone special to play around. Make them hot then bring away. Laughing hard as we go. For them it's real. For us a show. In six-inch p- pumps and miniskirts. <laughs> we're always game for a flirt. Fending off those silly guys. Giggling through their see-through lies. Yes, so this is... Oh, that sounds fun! All they, all Lords of Acid again. I think their most favorite songs about getting crabs, and they just wrote songs that were like, "I want to be your fuck weasel" and shit. <gasps> like every song is just like, "Fuck my tits." It's just that's every Lords of Acid. Are song. they
1: sort of an edgy, weird Alyakov? Are they
0: no. being <laughs> wacky?
1: I think there's a purpose. Sense, I think
0: there's absolutely. They're
1: about crabs.
0: Ab, I think there is absolutely a kind of tongue-in-cheek silliness. And which chick is that song? in? uh oh, it's Lords of Acid. Um, no, um whatever any whatever any hip hop person is thinking about sexually right now, they probably recorded an entire album about it. Got it. And I think they were one of I think Lords of Acid was one of those like guar type bands. Um Oh sure, I know everything about guar. Where the band is really a kind of like one or two core people and then a bunch of people who come and go and like a lot of musicians will come and just like guar is really one guy guar is a metal very theatrical metal band where they like play in demon costumes and sing songs like this toilet earth and it's just silly metal and whatever (laughs) and so the idea with my relationship with guar is complicated she had never heard of Guar like several years ago and i was so flabbergasted guar metal guar is yeah you like metal Guar and Lords of Acid, I think, are both, like, one or two core people, and then their friend will come over from another band and be like, oh, let's, and then they record a song or put out an album, and it's got, like, like, it's, like, one of those bands where you look at the history of it, and there's, like, 97 members (laughs) over the years because people kind of come and go. So I think it's one of those. And they
1: wear masks? They have makeup? Guar?
0: Yeah. Okay. Guar, they record in, like, big demon costumes. Okay. Yeah, like, I think the main guy is, like, called Nadius Maximus, and he just dresses up as a big, except Gwar, they're aliens, technically, but they dress like demons. So anyway, that was the Lord of Acid song. Okay. Yeah. Um, alright. Moving on. <laughs> I should say, another cross-dressing song, though, is uh, James Laid. Do you remember that one? Sing it. Um. Or play it's the clip, the, it's but sing the... it for me now. Cause she only comes when she's on top. Kitchen eyes me up in women's clothes, mess around with gender roles. Lie my eyes and call me pretty Ooh, you know that, that sounds that song familiar. it's been in everything, yeah. but it's also got the line like it's also got like dress me up in women's clothes, play around with gender roles, lie my eyes and call me pretty Yep. Yes. They're going to sue us. They can't. E- Fair use doctrine allows us to so, sing. Us. There's some other songs that I'm not, like, personally familiar with, but I guess I can talk about these. Should I just you mention these? You know more than I do, baby I just girl. Googled. Oh, songs gosh. about transgender individuals wait um, you're
1: literally holding a
0: yeah because there's other ones <sighs> oh apparently saint vincent an artist that i do like recorded a song about candy darling i have listened to that one and
1: candy darling
0: who knows why the cage burns Um I think it's it's okay. Okay. Um I do enjoy uh Yeah, I do. I do like that one. Mm-hmm. Um So Green Day, King for a day, apparently. And That one is a man with a feminine side. He remembers being four years old, sneaking into his mother's closet to try on her clothes. This doesn't go over well with a father who puts him in therapy and wants him to be a real man. It doesn't take. He keeps doing drag and living his way. King for a day, princess by dawn. Hmm. So that is Green Day from one of their albums. I am a fan of Green Day. Good. It's fine. I feel safe saying that. I don't feel safe saying that about every band. like some Green Day. I will say that, I'm not. I am not a serious fan of Green Day. Obviously, I had Dookie. I had some of their earlier pre-Dookie stuff, and that's about what I have. They wrote a Broadway show. They did called American the Lion Idiot. King. <laughs> Wait, so, so now who wrote that? who? What? Lion King was was who Phil wrote Collins. the Lion King? Okay, that's different. Uh, the Replacements. I'm not a. I'm not a big replacement fan but um nothing against them um oh this one's a collaboration between guitarist peter buck from rem who will show up again on our list not peter buck but rem will um so apparently wait him
1: and who you can't just say a collaboration between and name one person the
0: replacements paul westerberg okay thank you yes so this one is called androgynous
1: she don't need advice to send her she's happy with the way she looks she's happy with her gender and they love each other so androgynous closer than you know love each other so
0: androgynous they decided to mess around with gaudy makeup and women's clothes Nearly got them into a fight with less progressive locals. Oh, this is, okay. So where were they physically located when they did this? Hit the clubs. It doesn't say where. Hmm. As Westerberg and Buck got their debauchery on, they decided to mess around with gaudy makeup and women's clothes. Nearly got them into a fight with some less progressive locals. Maybe Athens, Georgia? Jesperson went back to the replacements. He brought some guitars. Westerberg. A girl Is... called them androgynous, which was the first time Paul Westerberg heard the word. He looked mm. it up and based the song around it. It's a tidy ballad, yes. guys. So, sure. Do you like that song? I've never heard it. Why I'm are you talking actually... about a song you haven't heard? Because I'm just, I was just Googling some other notes. stuff. i fi- We finished all these notes. All three pages? No, just the one page. So I thought <laughs> I'd mention some other ones. Fine, there's other ones. So, I, look. I love you. That's all. Okay, there's are you. awesome. Let's talk about some trans artists. Trans and artists. Some sort of gendery query artists. Love it. Everyone knows Laura Jane Grace. Everyone. Against me. Those Everyone. When Thomas. you are born, you are handed a pamphlet about Against Me.
1: <laughs> in case you turn out to in be trans. In case you turn out to be trans. Save this with your child's birth certificate. In case they start questioning themselves, mm-hmm. they will need this free download of any Against mm-hmm. Me. Exclamation point song by Laura Janger. When you come
0: out trans, they give you a free MP3 coupon for uh, Gender Dysphoria Blues,
1: and then either they lock you up, kick you out, or (laughs) you know take you to a Mm -hmm. psychiatrist and an endocrinologist to get started. Against
0: Me was for those who haven't, who don't know, I'm actually I'm not really an Against Me fan, Mm -hmm. but I do know that um, Butch Vig from Garbage has um, produced some of their records. So Butch Vig is good at his job like he yeah. he's a producer he is he, he, he did and for a lot of bands that we really like never mind our mm-hmm. nirvana's album that one's okay yeah, <laughs> yeah probably his most famous
1: <laughs> so okay so he's produced some against me exclamation point mm-hmm. stuff
0: against me is hard rock metal 30... they're hard rocky metal yeah okay um and lord jane grace was against me it was like a apparently fairly successful band mm-hmm. and then uh they transitioned In the public spotlight, which is awesome, takes a lot of courage. Started
1: as he and transitioned while being a performer, and is now Laura Jane Grace. Um, Yeah, awesome. Yeah, a lot of people are fans. I I haven't heard too much against me uh, stuff. I will have to give it a listen. Do you happen to know if they have any songs that are particularly transy? Yeah,
0: the Gender Dysphoria
1: Blues. I think that's a good name.
0: Is there one transy song? Yeah, Yeah. I am gonna look it up. Called Transgender Dysphoria Blues. Mm-hmm. As opposed to other types of uh Dysphoria,
1: dysphoria. is also sort of mild depression yeah. in the DSM phase. Okay.
0: It is their sixth album. Okay. And uh, wait, that's
1: the name of the whole album. It's not yeah. just a song.
0: Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Twenty fourteen looked like? Uh yeah, twenty fourteen. Oh, debuted at number twenty three on uh, the Billboard two hundred. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And wow. was and was was uh received well by critics wow career defining clarity increased
1: confidence grace
0: looks inward wow Mm -hmm. yeah nice Uh, i didn't say what pitchfork gave it but pitchfork probably gave it a one yeah that's my joke against pitchfork i hate pitchfork what's pitchfork it's a music website that reviews every album poorly it's their thing (laughs) (laughs) A friend of mine and I used to make fun of Pitchfork. <laughs> so Pitchfork's every album... not
1: doing it on purpose. It's, it's not their she says
0: She says they are okay. because good reviews don't get pressed. So a great album will come out and everyone's like, but Pitchfork reviewed it negatively and mm-hmm. then it gets pressed. Mm-hmm. So it. yeah, check out uh, Laura Jane Grace and Against Me. Um, again, not my genre of music. Mm-hmm. I haven't really listened to them, but... Um, good on them yay loud and proud and and courageous and awesome keep it up girl yep kim petrus kim petrus tell sure. me about Kim. loud petrus. and proud and creative and and um you know kim petrus also not my type of music um i've heard some of her songs and they're fine what's her genre would you say electronic dance okay yeah um So Kim Petrus was German, is mm-hmm. German, probably still a German citizen. <laughs> <coughs> she got famous for being the first trans, the first, um, or the youngest person at the time to get gender assignment surgery oh, or gender reassignment surgery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she was, I think, 15 or 16.
1: That was here or that was there?
0: That was in Germany. Okay. And then, and then became a pop star. After so, the surgery. Yes. That was like well, i like, is Kim Petras even trans? And even, no, that was like All during right. during Pride, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she is. But yeah, she uh, went through literally my but journey. I have a friend who works uh, for her record label, and mm-hmm. apparently, she has tried to distance herself from the trans thing, hmm. uh, meaning that they don't want their record label stuff to be you know, she doesn't want, she doesn't want it to be like transgender artist Kim Petrus or doesn't mm. want interviews to be all about how she's transgender. So
1: how I can respect feel about that? I can okay. respect that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You don't want it to shadow, overshadow everything. She's been through it already.
1: I get it. She's I only do. like 25
0: probably and has probably dealt with that her entire life. But I, but I do, a little part of me is like, what the fuck? What's your problem? Why? I don't want to be transgender every day. I just want to live my life. What's your problem? Why can't you be that role model that some people need? Because that... Because... I understand it puts you in a box. But you're in that box. Also, it takes energy and effort and draws attention to you. And it's not everyone's job to be everyone's role model all the fucking time. Fine. I think Kim Pendrous has probably done enough.
1: As long as, as she model, hasn't said,
0: like, trans people suck. Don't put me in no, there. She's no, she's not Blair White. Got it. Okay. Fuck, fuck Blair White. If she ever does record an album, we'll read Pitchfork's, re- Pitchfork's re- Bad bad Review. Yeah. We'll okay. set Pitchfork's Bad Review mm-hmm. to a catchy tune mm-hmm.
1: to get stuck in your head. Blair White can die in a fire. But what I'm saying is when you first said Petrus is trying to distance herself from the Oh, that's I now. thought you were that's like, I'm like walking t- away from all of this. It's mad. But she's not doing that. She's just like, I'm a musician. Can you just...
0: Yeah, evaluate my songs on there It's like when Neil Armstrong put out his You know, full singer record And they're like, please don't ask about the stuff he did in the 60s Sorry, that's a Michelin Web reference <laughs> He just wants to talk about the new album <laughs> um, Is it? Okay, yeah I think she got a lot of press early on Again, we're talking when she was a child mm-hmm. 15, 16 um, For being the first For being the youngest, the youngest person to get gender reassignment surgery this is, she got a lot of press and attention and was on probably, you know, their Spiegel or whatever, the yeah. German newspaper and stuff. She probably went through that. And like, I get it. You just want to be a musician now. Totally. 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 Yeah. to to Who's Romy Hag? Romy Hag. We've, we've talked about wanting to make a movie about Romy Hag. Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah.
1: I believe it was our Germany trip where we were, where Romy Hag came up in our discussion.
0: Yes. Romy Romy Hag. Such a terrible name. Hag. You Hag. Um,
1: H-A-A-G.
0: Yeah, Romy Hag was this interesting figure. She's still alive. Oh, she's still with us? Yay! She's she's pretty. She's a Dutch dancer, singer, actress, and former nightclub manager. So, Romy Hag was a trans woman in Berlin, in Schonenberg, Berlin. Mm Mm-hmm. And the people who... The people used to hang out at her, like it was called the cafe, but I think it was like a bar hangout. What would include people like Grace Jones, Tina Turner, um, Iggy Pop, Frederick Mercury, Lou Reed, Mick Jagger, and David Bowie? Some of whom she dated, uh, most notably, I think David Bowie, mm-hmm. and I think she was kind of the generally considered the muse for Bowie's mm. um famous Berlin trilogy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We've talked about that on our thing in the past, and Indeed. I think that's really awesome. And so she's more famous, I think, for her connections to people than for her own music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just had to had to throw her in there because again, for her influence, for her influence, yeah. And somebody make a movie about her. I just learned this. Um, we're big Berlin fans, but uh, when West Berlin was isolated from the rest of the country and surrounded by, you know, the uh, the Soviet sphere of East Germany. Uh, they would pay you money if you were a German West German citizen. You could get paid, basically a living wage, to be, um, to live in West Berlin. As like a kind of incentive to keep people from moving, you were also exempt from military service. I mean, what's the downside? You're isolated in a little island hmm. that could be the start of a nuclear war.
1: Oh, that's a heck of a
0: downside. Yeah, 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 yeah. and like west berlin was this little tiny island in the middle of east berlin and anytime the soviets could cut off your food and stuff like that there were downsides um but one of the upsides was that and there was also a university where you could get free housing and more of a stipend and stuff (laughs) if you took like one class now this is sounding familiar so basically west berlin in the you know 60s 70s 80s was Every artist and dare do well and layabout mm-hmm. and punk singer and artist Getting and whoever to do art <laughs> would just move to West Berlin and okay, I don't and have to work. Paid. I can just hang out. So you have this weird situation where it is this huge arts collective mm-hmm. weirdness, whatever. I love it. Yeah. I really love that. And Romey Hag was there in the middle of it. Got it. <laughs> yep. So those are the ones who are openly trans. What about
1: some artists that are Towing the boundary, Towing depending the boundary. on when they happen, may or may not be considered gender queer.
0: You know what I didn't put in my notes, or, and that I'm thinking about now is Pete Burns. Tell me about Pete Burns. Pete Burns, he, he spins me right round, baby. Uh, okay. Or oh, no, I spin him. You right spin round, me baby.
1: right round.
0: Yeah. Pete baby. Burns was very much, gosh, I don't know, very androgynous, mm-hmm. and and ended up getting a lot of. I don't know if they were ever... Wow. If they were ever... um what a beaut. Wow. Just had a ton of... But again, a person still identifying male. Okay. Who He's just, gorgeous. Yeah. Who did, who did just a lot of plastic. So much plastic surgery. Okay. Um, I think eventually died from complications to plastic surgery, which That's is sad. sad. But definitely, like it's you know, in this thing, wearing a dress, mm-hmm. <laughs> with long hair and lipstick and earrings and identifying male. Okay. So what's, you tell me. What's do stuff? I don't, stuff? What, I don't what, know other that's than that, right round baby. That, okay, that's basically you know I think It's a good one. And I think probably some other some other stuff, but um, in a band, I'm not a <coughs> I'm not like the biggest Pete Burns fan. Mm-hmm. Um, not Pete Burns B Y R N E, but Pete Burns B U R N S. Dead or alive. And uh, the band rose to mainstream success With their 1984 single You spin me round Open parentheses, Like a record Close parentheses. Got it. Oh he, he was on Celebrity Big Brother 4 Yes he was known for his ever changing And often androgynous appearance Which he freely admitted was greatly modified By cosmetic surgery So you know I don't think he ever Identified female But definitely Definitely went through a lot of they they say androgynous. Mm-hmm. I think definitely looking presenting female. Yeah, as far as I can visually tell. Female. visually presenting yes. female, but definitely looking. Um, looking but better. still presenting, still identifying male. Got it. Uh, so again, we'll throw them in the gender ish Totally. They totally. you know again older older person baby mm-hmm. boomer. So not really. Maybe didn't have the language. Didn't really have the language back then.
1: That kind of, what you're talking about, kind of reminds me of Boy George. And yeah. as a kid growing up, I never quite knew what was going on.
0: Yeah, and I think Boy George was also just very androgynous. Mm-hmm. Because Boy George has also been around in suits and stuff. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Is Boy George still with us? I don't know. I don't I think so, yeah. Let's see. Boy George of Culture Club, for those of you who don't remember the 80s. Yeah, Boy George is still with us. All good. Very androgynous appearance, mm-hmm. lipstick, lipstick, and shaved clean, shaved or clean head, elect- electrolyzed yeah. beard, and uh, you know it's very part of that glam rock. Um, Do you really wanna hurt me? You know, mm-hmm. um, he was on. Do they know it's Christmas? Yes, I think you know. Big big success in the eighties. Was on the A team. Really? Yes. Ah. And and Murdoch had to dress had to dress up in a dress. Interesting. In a so Boy George was there to help. Interesting. I was a little pain.
1: <laughs> and you were strangely compelled. Yes. All right. Who else do we have on the gender queer so, spectrum?
0: All right. I'm going to we talked about Hole, Cobain, mm-hmm. Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um I think Kirkobane was one of those guys who just was happy to throw on a dress whenever,
1: <laughs> to shock people, or literally, this is comfortable. I, I like know.
0: this. I don't know. That's and again, a... I've again, Kurt Cobain kind of grew out. Of, Nirvana, Nirvana really grew out of queer art punk, mm-hmm. and people don't really talk about this because the grunge movement was very much part of the Seattle music scene. Um, and it was very Mm bro-y, um, whereas, and again, not necessarily bro-y, but still like punk kind of, whereas there was like art punk and it was, you know, ever, what was it? Evergreen State College, Evergreen Mm -hmm. State College in Olympia Mm -hmm. was where, um, a lot of the, um, Riot Girl stuff was happening at the same time as Nirvana, and we're talking before Nevermind, totally right. Um, or during that same time period, Uh, Nirvana's first album in ninety one, second. I'm sorry, Nirvana's second album in ninety one, and it was uh, like the "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Kathleen Hanna was the one to write that on Kurt Cobain's wall Mm -hmm. because Toby Vale from who was dating him at the time was like a roommate, roommate, and you know toby vale was wearing teen spirit deodorant <laughs> so mm-hmm. that was that joke and kurt thought it was like an anthem or something mm-hmm. so there was definitely that sort of they were more tied into that and that uh, that kind of queer artsy stuff which mm-hmm. bikini kill was a part of and and riot girl was also a part of and so i think there was and kurt went out of his way a lot of the time to talk about gay stuff gay rights mm-hmm. not picking on you know Gay, not liking it when his fans attack gay people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's things feminist, like that yeah which makes people think you're a fag in the 90s mm-hmm. for a dude so i think there was and i think he definitely had um we talked about his his cross-dressing but like i think he also had was like very drawn to feminine stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know and unfortunately we won't know
1: our working theory here is he's somewhere on the gender queer spectrum
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you have to give people the benefit. You have to let people make that for themselves. Of course. Of course. Um,
1: Based on the behavior we were able to observe in his brief glorious time
0: on this planet. Mm-hmm.
1: Who else do we got on the gender queer spectrum?
0: New York Dolls. Now, was that all performative? I think so. <laughs> the word performative.
1: That's interesting.
0: They were kind of the start. New you, York Dolls in the 70s. Maybe
1: you're playing at it. Early but you also punk. chose to be playing at it.
0: You know? You did, Yeah. So they were very much... The you know they would come on stage in drag okay you know a lot all dudes yeah and so there Heterosis was dudes I think so yeah okay and so there was that that kind of kick off of glam what are their songs or just one um gosh i'm not a big new york dolls fan stranded in the jungle
1: mm. okay yeah so, oh
0: 1974 sure yeah so they they uh Yeah, we're another and then and then we can talk about kind of all the glam rock Mm -hmm. of the time that floated around in the in the rock scene, the punk scene, um, even got into the metal scene, which, which was very, like Judas Priest kind of created the Judas Priest were on stage dressing like leather punks or Mm. leather leather. Gays. Okay. okay. <laughs> like S guys. Sure, sure, sure. And that became like the metal. Outfit.
1: The smell, look! <laughs> Oh God.
0: <laughs> so there's always a lot of I'm
1: picturing leather gays in their leather gay bar, just sort of doing a double take at the TV. We're like, what? What are we doing? Yeah. What is happening here? Yeah. I so there's that. there's
0: a lot of so g- glam rock and I guess we'll just say glam infused with a lot of different genres of music mm-hmm. 70s you know there was there were so many artists who were you know doing the androgynous thing in the 80s like we talked about with hair metal mm-hmm. you know that continued and then if you're talking glam in 70s there's one artist you gotta mentioned who on earth could that be i don't know very arrow smooth we are talking, of course, about David Liberace
1: Bowie. G David Bowie.
0: It is not fair to call David Bowie straight or cis or gay or hetero or anything or male or male or female. David <laughs> Bowie is
1: transcends
0: any office. concept of gender or sex or sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, no, David. David Bowie. Um, I think he identified bisexual. Okay, even um, then. Yeah. Wow. And so I th- you know there's he definitely was sleeping with men. Mm-hmm. He was definitely sleeping with women. Mm-hmm. Uh he's definitely sleeping with trans women. Mm-hmm. Like I think they already
1: said he's sleeping
0: with I men. know, right? Well, we never said they were sleeping together and they might have been waiting till marriage.
1: Oh, so
0: sweet. <laughs> David Bowie, notoriously uh, an observant would you, Christian. Would you want to open a gift on your wedding night and get a used toaster? Am I right? Because women are toasters.
1: Exactly. Chewing
0: gum, tape, whatever. <laughs> really good toaster, though? Yeah. Yeah. I can't afford this. Um, yeah, if it was one of those, like, $400 Japanese toasters mm-hmm. that make the perfect toast and only really just one piece at a time, and you're mm-hmm. like, why the fuck would you own this? But if it was, like, perfect, perfect just a little used. toast Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, it's perfect for
1: me. <laughs> it's a toaster I've been looking for my whole life. Okay, good. I don't care if it had a little bit fun before it met me. Yeah, we're together now, and that's what really matters. <laughs> yes. Trivia so,
0: question: Bowie, 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 David. But well, okay. So he said David Bowie. David Bowie. But he, he based it off of. Um, he based it off of Jim Bowie, okay. the knife, the Bowie knife, because David David Bowie, everyone knows. Was born David Jones.
1: Everyone knows that, yes. So he did some.
0: So he did some early gigs as David or Davy Jones. Got it. But then the monkeys happened. Sure they did. And he was like, "Well, I can't be Davy Jones now."
1: The monkeys ruining things for people once again.
0: Yep. Not real monkeys. The band, the monkeys. Also (laughs) monkeys. And then then so he he got the name from the knife Bowie David Bowie, but he only had read it, so he called it David Bowie.
1: So his misassumption, his mispronunciation. Mm-hmm. And Avril Lavigne?
0: Avril, I've heard this story from people that, that in a, at an award show, Avril Levine called him David Bowie. But again, I only heard that. I've never seen video of it. And I think it was a thing just made up because things that teenage girls like are stupid. Bad. And you're not cool if you like a thing that teenage girls like they because must... girls are stupid and being a girl is stupid. Everyone knows that. Uh-huh. And Avril so... Lavigne's Whereas on, um, whereas on uh, Nirvana's Unplugged, when they play the man who, uh, uh, the man who owned the world, they they say this is Kurt Cobain says this is a David Bowie song, so maybe he mispronounced it and no one criticized him. Yeah,
1: where's all the hate for Kurt Cobain? That's yeah. so weird. Exactly. Anyway, now that it's coming out that he might be on the gender queer spectrum, the bros I don't might have know. some latent I, hate. I just for don't him. know. Maybe
0: that's me thinking Kurt Cobain more than.
1: I don't know. Hot take coming to you from Faith of the Gender Rebels. Kurt Cobain is definitely 100% genderqueer. (laughs) So that is some artists and a couple extra songs stick with us. Pay attention soon enough. Part three will be coming out where we actually focus on something a little bit personal. And like The Godfather and Star Wars. The w- third is, third is worst the worst one. Don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. You'll wish it weren't in your brain. That's a lie. All right, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. talk to you next time, everybody. All right, thanks Bye. so much. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making great content, go to Patreon.com/slash/GenderRebels. Please leave a
0: five-star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions at GenderRebels.com. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Link down below or download them on iTunes. For all our episodes, visit GenderRebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Come comeback sync! Production, all rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep, keep rebelling! rebelling. This episode is sponsored by Food Paste. If it's got flavor, it ain't food paste.